Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. This is your host, Mr. Chris Rivera, bringing you the show that's like an analogy I didn't think about yet, so I'll, I'll, I'll think about that and get back to you. Anyway, <laughs> um, I wanted to talk today about getting out of your own head. Stuff that I've, I mean, it's really kind of uh, the overarching theme of a lot of stuff that I talk about to begin with, um, but... <clears throat> Specifically, I wanted to talk about getting out of your own head in terms of other people, meaning the assumptions we make about other people, or assuming that they care about the same things that we care about, because they simply don't. And it's a waste of our time and energy, and is often allowing us to create another excuse to procrastinate on the things that we want to do. It's, it's pretty silly, in my opinion, to waste that time. So, without further ado, let's kick it off. Drums, please. Alright everybody, welcome to the show. This is your host, Mr. Christian Rivera, and I'm bringing you the show that is kind of like STDs. Disgusting, uh, you're, you think you kind of care and you want to be thoughtful, but it doesn't. It's mostly gross. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> so, today's topic is basically about um, realizing that other people don't care about the things that you care about. Meaning, you are often, you as in me, as in we, are often concerned with things that uh, the perceptions of, of, of people on us that don't really add up. That we're making a lot of assumptions about what people think about us and think about our way of being, our way of approaching things. I think we are way too concerned with what other people think, generally speaking, and it's why it's a topic I keep talking about, because it's not something that goes away. Um, no matter how much of a badass you are, you still are concerned one way or the other about what one or two people think in your life at very minimum, you know? And truth is, they actually don't care. They don't. Uh, they could maybe project it sometimes or pretend to, but after they're done actively listening to you, they got their own shit to worry about. And that's really the long and short of it. I could end this podcast here. Bye. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Move on. And um, that's, that's kind of where it's at. I'm just going to probably end up, end up tangenting a few times because, I don't know, there's nothing else to say about it. <sighs> As I take a drink of water to regroup. Um, you know, I, I attempted to talk about this. There's an episode of my, on my YouTube channel called No One Cares that I think was misconstrued because <laughs> there was not a lot of positive feedback on that. Um, I don't think anyone likes the idea that no one cares. That makes sense, right? I mean, we want people to care, which is why we probably think so much that, that people care but they don't because we actually want them to 
We want them to care about our problems. We want them to be invested. We want them to be actively thinking about what we're going through. And for me, I'm the opposite. I, I actually don't want anyone thinking about my shit. <laughs> I want to be the sole proprietor of my, my nonsense so that I can deal with it. I don't want anyone else out there caring or concerned or worried about my stuff because that creates like a whisper down the lane game of, of assumptions that, that kind of becomes gossip at that point. I basically just want, I, I accept and appreciate that people can be concerned in the moment, um, that they may want to offer their advice in the moment, but after that moment's gone, they have their own stuff to worry about. And this really, this applies to all ages. Every area of life, there are people that are maybe momentarily concerned about what's going on, but they don't understand the full breadth of it. Therefore, they can't give proper advice, and they don't actually care. And I'm not saying they should care. I'm saying that in the grand scheme of things, you have to take more ownership, and you have to care the most, because you're the only one that is living with yourself 100% of the time. I'm trying to take more pauses, is that dramatic? Is that, is that too much? <laughs> I'm trying not to, I'm trying to actively not do like the ums and ahs and stuff as much, so it's making me take more dramatic pauses. Dramatic pause. <laughs> um, ah, and I just ummed, damn it, and odd. Ah, um, ah, um, ah, oh well, whatever. Learning, learning experiences, trying new things. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a minute to think about what I want to talk about for the rest of the segment, but essentially, I don't know, no one really cares, and that's fine. It's not like a bad thing. I'm not trying to say it in like some existential, like, Nobody cares about your existence sort of way. I think that's what immediately people go to. And maybe I'll talk about the differences in that. It's three-time Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion Keyshawn Johnson. I want to introduce you to my new show, All Facts, No Breaks. I'll be giving you the real reactions to the latest sports news and inviting guests in the sports and entertainment world to break it all down. Tune in and make sure you listen and subscribe on Spotify. Yeah, so when I say no one cares, people get a little upset about that <laughs> because they assume like, oh, my mom cares about me, my dad cares about me, my sister cares about me, my friends care about me, and that's fine. They can care about you as a person, but they don't care about your problems specifically, especially when it comes to making excuses. Like when you think about your job, for instance, um, if you are not getting your work done, your boss is not really going to care about your, the multitude of excuses you make if you're not getting it done in time. Like, it has to get done one way or another, or they're going to have somebody else do it, and you'll likely get fired. Like, you have to be cognizant of that and not just continue to make excuses or, you know, present more problems than you actually have. Or, you know, basically, basically what I'm saying, your problems are not an excuse to not do things to not, not to not you know you can't use your problems as an excuse i should say um like that you still have to take ownership 
in some sense or another, even though these problems are things that are surmounting and you might have mental health issues and, uh, you might have some, you know, difficulties with like divorce or moving things. Like I'm talking about my own stuff right now, really. And one way that I'm able to do that is I have these conversations with my coworkers, with my boss to let them know that yes, there are going to be these moments where I'm going to have mental difficulty or I'm going through this stuff. So, um, just understand that I might look a certain way or feel a certain way, but it's still my responsibility to get those things done. If I don't get that stuff done, they're not going to be like, Oh, he's just depressed. Let's move the deadline. Like that's no, that's not going to happen. That like either it's your responsibility to say, uh, you know, we, we need to put someone else on this because I just don't have it right now. I'm sorry. Um, or to let them know that you're going through something so that maybe you should take on a little bit less for a little while or something like either way, it's your responsibility. Like they're not going to be actively looking at you and judging you and making that judgment for you. And most of the time people wouldn't notice that sort of thing when it comes to mental health and stuff like that. Most of the time when I've talked about that stuff to my coworkers or my friends, like they're like, I couldn't even tell. I have no idea. I didn't know what was going on. And that's when I realized it's up to me to take responsibility for that. It's up to me to let people know what I can or can't do or what I, what deadlines I can meet or which ones I can't. Um, ultimately, you know, from a business standpoint, like people need to know that stuff so that they can make adjustments and you can help them make adjustments. I hope that makes sense. You know, it's, it's ultimately, it's not their responsibility and they're not going to care enough to make it their responsibility. You know, maybe, maybe not caring is the best, is not the best way to frame it. Um, but essentially what I'm trying to say is that it's your responsibility. Everything in your life is your responsibility. You have to take ownership of it. Nobody else is going to care more than you should. So even if they're there to help you or you ask someone to give you a little bit of guidance and people will help you in those instances, in that moment, over the long term, people aren't going to care as much as you can and should care about your own stuff. Just as much as you're not actively thinking about someone else's stuff constantly. It's just, it's just not the way humans work. So... Don't waste your energy on that. That's all I'm saying. So think about no one caring in the grander sense as well. Organizationally, corporate-wise, job-wise, government-wise. Like if you have a parking ticket and you couldn't pay it because you have a lot of personal stuff going on, like the man isn't going to care. <laughs> They're just going to tack on more fees. So you got to kind of eliminate that part. You have to find a way to either get the ticket expunged somehow or like pay it and deal with it and move on and handle your responsibilities. You know, corporations aren't going to care about the little issues that are going on. You know, business is business. I think a lot of people take too much ownership of of their jobs too, especially if you're working like retail or 
fast food or something like that, where, like, a lot of people get all high and mighty about, like, the store's gonna fall apart without me. No, a national chain is not gonna fall apart without you, Susan. Like, relax. It's cool. Like, you, you get off your high horse, you know. Um, so, you know, take ownership and fix your problems because ultimately you're the only one that's responsible for it. So, that's basically where I'm at. That's, that's where that's, that's what that is. So, <laughs> so I'm going to get going because this morning has moved really fast and I am way behind on things, but I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. It's like an idea that I'm still kind of workshopping this whole no one cares aspect. I, I, I think it's like, it's something that's a little bit more clear and succinct when you just kind of like say it to someone in person and like people are just like, man, 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 like no one cares. Stop it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> None of this matters. None of this stuff that you're complaining about, that you care about, that you're worried so much about, that is keeping you from doing things is just excuses to mitigate your fears or your your need for perfectionism or whatever that is you know every little thing every I, I find that every little thing no matter what avenue you take it to comes back to yourself and your perceptions of fear and yourself and your ability and your talent your your ability to do something your your perception of your ability to do something you know you feel like you're not good enough so you don't even bother trying and that's nonsense you just got to throw stuff out there. Get out of your own head. Remove that filter. Actively work on removing that filter because you just need to do things. You need to get out there and, and just try it. Like, I think we instill more consequences in our heads than we actually think there are. And if you're not sure, most of the times you can ask someone. You can say, hey, if I did this, would this be a problem? It's not that hard. So many people stop themselves from even asking a basic question. I had a friend come to me, and she, her boss is like the sweetest person, one of my best friends in the world, and she came to me and said like, I wanted to kind of try to leave early on Friday uh, to go take a coworker to lunch that is leaving that is leaving the company, um, but I'm afraid that she'll say no. What do you think she'll say? I'm like, I don't know. You have to ask her. <laughs> like what is that like just just ask just just put it out there like there's not like the rejection aspect of it is nonsense like don't worry so much about it and because that rejection is not like a big deal most rejection is like not as big of a deal as we think it is y you you have to Maybe it's an emotional intelligence thing. You know, you have to work on removing some emotional attachment from some things so you don't get so heavily burned by so many things. But ultimately, like, it'll be fine. You just try something else and you just keep moving. My life is nowhere near what I thought it was going to be. But it's also on a path to be a different great thing than I initially thought it was going to be. So I feel really good about that. Anyway, um... So that's going to end the podcast. I appreciate you listening to the Cino Audio Extravaganza. If you'd like to dis continue this discussion, please give me a call in or uh, hit me up at Rival My Design on all, all the social channels, and I will catch you next time.